0: Welcome to Robertland. Oh yeah, I'm excited, man. In Jamaica we have Halloween, man. You no, know, um that is very inappropriate for uh well, this is recorded in nineteen ninety five, don't give me okay,
1: dude. If you were in a reggae band it'd be alright, bro. That's true. You could well, just I be agree. in a reggae band and I just agree, appropriate
0: man. all bro, you bro. want. My name is Robert Thompson. Welcome to the Robert Land Podcast. I'm excited because this is your favorite not safe for work fast food comedy podcast. It's a good show. It's going to be a great one. It's Halloween time. We're talking about extinct California food restaurants, fast food. Uh, And today, of course, as always, we've got Mr. Wario himself. About as, that's
1: about as far as uh, my that Italian goes. That was good.
0: That was good, dude. I don't really
1: know much Italian, but I know that.
0: Ahoy. That's, you, that's about
2: all of the yeah. Italian. You
0: you sound cool. very Italian and we've got another man of Latin descent. Cody.
2: Oh shit. I'm Cody, bro. Whoa, Brody. All the way from I'm San Brody. Diego. Yeah, I'm coming
0: from the big waves. <laughs> Calfunk, <Cowabunga>, dude. <laughs> You've got cool hair. You look, look like a tall, man. <laughs> <How> good, <laughs> huh? you're like a Martian Swedish guy. Like uh, it's <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm not actually, I'm actually
1: I've changed costumes. Now, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm uh, Lance Armstrong now. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, one Lan- nut. <laughs> La- La- yeah,
0: one nut walker over here. Nice. Dude. Lance Armstrong, everybody.
1: I just
2: uh, loved Lance it how Armstrong. you went from Dracula Marley to fucking Dracula uh, <laughs> Marley to, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, to whatever I am now. But I, uh, it's, you know, in the moment. But. Guys, before we get to our episode, we don't on even know what this episode is. It is on Swenson's. Halloween, is it baby? Swenson's? No, Clifton's.
1: It's Clift. You know, and this is the first of the series. We're doing. We're starting off with Clifton's. We're gonna do. We're gonna, gonna, go to do- we're gonna start right? with Clifton's. Clifton's.
0: Yeah. Or
2: anything. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Well, yeah. This is oh, ha-
1: ha- ha- this is the month of Halloween. This is spooky month. Oh, it's not yeah. Halloween. This is happy s- little Wayne. We're starting this fucker off. Real good with yeah. Clifton's Cafeteria. Wow. Yeah, this
0: is all on we're, this series this month is all our what we're calling the dead series. We're all cut, co- we're going to cover extinct yes. fast food yes. restaurants. And a
1: spoiler alert, California. you mentioned Swenson's. Swenson's will be the last. Ooh. That's going to be the last one. Stay tuned. Stay tuned this month, guys. Swenson's is going to be the last of the Dead series. (laughs) But before we get to Clifton's,
0: we're going to go to our favorite segment, your your favorite segment: segment, A Fast Food Minute with Zach Hillman. Enjoy. This is Fast Food
2: Minute with Zach Hillman. Having trouble choosing between burgers and pizza? Why not settle for the worst of both worlds? In 2012, Pizza Hut Middle East decided to try out a pizza with miniature cheeseburgers baked into the crust. If you're wondering what it looks like, imagine if somebody sprinkled iceberg lettuce on the eye of Sauron. The Crown Crust Pizza, as it was dubbed, was part of Pizza Hut Middle East's goal to make the most royal pizza of all time. Which is ironic, since Louis XIV famously refused to even wipe his ass with Pizza Hut.
0: He preferred his KFC gravy bidet. (laughs) That was spooky this time It was fucking spooky That was scary dude It was spooky My back hair stood up Is it? Yeah Because it was spooky
2: you know
1: what's Rispo? Don't worry, I'll lick it so it goes down
2: oh, again. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I like
0: is when a man like gently blows in your balls to give your nuts oh, goosebumps.
2: That's the best way to fucking relax. Anyways,
0: Clifton's I'm Clifton's, excited to talk about.
1: Clifton's cafeteria. This is the perfect Robert Land episode. This is what Robert Land is supposed to be and what it's it's all encapsulated. This is the perfect Robert Land episode. Period. I'm excited. Period. Wow. It doesn't get any better then Clifton's Cafeteria for Robert Land, oh, I'm all and for our Robert Thompson. I'm surprised that you don't know much about this because...
2: I never heard of Clinton's I'm
1: a no, big Clit-tons. fan. Cl- uh, Clittons? Clit-tons. It's, uh, there was was Wow, wow. Um, have you guys ever heard of Clifton's Cafeteria? I haven't. No? no? Not at all.
0: They don't have Robert? it Mars. Or
1: Robert, what do, you, what do you know about Clifton's Cafeteria? Anything? They don't have um, a Pacific I, Beach, I'm very man. familiar.
0: Clifton's is a place I've heard mentioned many times because it was such a staple. You know, it was like, yes. when I think of Clifton's, this is from what I know in my brain, is it's a famous steakhouse. No. So it's not. Not even close. But I just imagine it being like, I, I remember, I think it was mentioned in like, I Love Lucy or something. Uh, I, want, I, want like, maybe, I, yeah. I want to take a guess.
2: Maybe, I don't know. I want to take a guess. Uh, Clifton's? Clifton's. That's that's somebody' last name? No.
0: Oh, snap. I've heard of it, though. I don't
1: know. Clifford Clinton. Oh, it's a
2: mix. It's a mix.
1: Whoa. Which was popular at the time with uh, a lot of different restaurants of that era. Uh, Clifton's was probably the first. 70s um, or 50s? 30s. Eighties. And Clifton's 30, 30s. has... Uh, they have a, a, a long history of being restaurateurs in the United States. Um, we are going. This is a long history. I'm going to try to get through it as best as I possibly can. Um, it's rich. It's what deep. Are you laughing? <laughs> it's hard. It's thrusting. It's awesome. Clifton's is the fucking best. You've never been. You've never, never been. Never even heard of it. I have been, and I will say it is the coolest restaurant that I've ever been to in my entire life. Like and that. It Yep, and it fucking doesn't exist right now. Well, actually, you know what? We'll get to there. But I got a chance to eat there not too long ago. uh, In the last, like, five years, I ate there. And uh, yeah, baby, it was fucking rad. Radical. But we're going to get to... I want to talk about even what I paid. All right, so this is going to mostly revolve around the downtown Los Angeles Brookdale location. So we're going to get into all the other locations because this, at one point in time, was a chain, and there was a very there's a specific purpose with all of the Clifton's cafeterias. All right, David Harrison Clinton came to Los Angeles from Missouri in 1888. It they purchased or he purchased the Southern Hotel and its dining room in downtown Los Angeles. David's son. edmund settled in san francisco where him and his wife gertrude became co-owners of a cafeteria style restaurant called Dennitz. now being a bay area native i know nothing about dennis i i looked it up i couldn't find shit about dennis but apparently it was a cafeteria style chain in san francisco like that Denny's? they owned like Denny's, but Dennitz. Um, <clears throat> so Clifford, one of Edmund's five children, learned the restaurant trade while working at his father's restaurants, and along with two partners, he bought out his father's interest in Dennett's. Due to in, due to differences in opinions over business practices, he relinquished his ownership to his partners and moved to L.A. in 1931. Establishing his restaurants during the Great Depression and using the knowledge gained from working his family's cafeteria chain in San Francisco... Uh, Edmund Clinton made a point to never turn anyone away, even if they had no money. What
2: are you laughing about?
0: (laughs) The fact that this man was so gracious to these people. No,
2: it's (laughs) just the time and everything. I I I thought you were gonna say Mexicans. Okay, he he
1: turned away. wall. hey, you know what? i will get into that too, because there's some there's some shit. There's like some, like you know, because racism was you know it's still prevalent to this day, but.
2: No, no, it was at the other half. It's fine. Uh, the other guys.
0: Halloween's oh, really good. Oh, yeah. The biggest, okay. Because you know that me yeah, as white man. I thought Clifton man, was here, man. I love yeah. the Mexicans. Me as so, a white man. So. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> it, even, it, back in the 30s, he, he was really only, he didn't give a shit about making profits. He just wanted to make sure that he was making a half cent of profit per customer. During, half cent? Yeah. During a three-month period of time, 10,000 people ate for free. Ten thousand people he fed for free during the Great Depression.
0: What a oh,
2: okay, pimp, okay, okay, dude! Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. That's cool.
1: So that right? this was, so Clinton. This is the the Cafe of the Golden Rule. He called it. Clinton leased a distressed cafeteria in 1931. The location was 618th South Olive Street in LA, and founded what his customers referred to as the Cafeteria of the Golden Rule. Patrons were obliged to pay only what they felt was fair, according to a neon sign that flashed, "Pay what you wish." The cafeteria wow. at the western terminus of Route 66 was notable for serving people of all races, which in which this was included in the the uh, the Green Book. I don't know if you guys have, have uh yeah. you know about the Green yeah, Book. I've seen that movie. Um the movie, yeah. Uh, the movie was fucking stupid. I hated that fucking movie so much.
0: Did you see the Green Book? It was like a Fairley Brothers movie, wasn't it? It should have been. It was like a drama. Dude it was fucking but, but are we was, talking uh, about the same thing? Yeah, no? yeah. yeah, So
1: yeah. it was in the Green Book. Um And apparently during the same period of time, Clifton's would take out like whole page newspaper ads and they'd say shit like, this is a quote I pulled off of somewhere. It says, if colored skin is a passport to death for our liberties, then it's a passport to Clifton's. So apparently like uh, the the family were just like, fuck all this bullshit. We don't we we will. We'll take in anybody. Like they What G's, dude.
0: It. What fucking dope-ass people man. No one was
1: doing that in that time period. No, No hell one In no. the 30s? Yeah, that's so
0: cool. They didn't give
1: a fuck. They were like, fuck. And this continued. This continued into the 40s and the 50s and everything. So in October 1932, uh, Clinton opened up his penny cafeteria in the basement of a building at 3rd and Hill Streets. In the depths of the Depression, they were about 2 million meals were, were fed there during the two years that it was opened. Uh, In 1935, with a motto of Dine free unless delighted Clifton's second Golden Rule Was opened in 1935 When Clifford Clinton purchased The lease of a former Booze Brothers cafeteria On Broadway in downtown LA Having himself spent time as a youth In the Santa Cruz Mountains Not far away from the Brookdale Lodge He chose to redecorate the facility In 1939 And pattern it after the lodge Uh, With working with rock, rock sculptor Francois Scotti, a French artist who specialized in concrete sculptures. I looked this stuff up. It's very fucking cool, especially when you consider that time. that name.
2: what else can you do, right? Yeah. you you got to yeah. be a sculptor, yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: He created a 20-foot waterfall cascading into a quiet stream, which then meandered through the entire dining room past faux redwood trees used to conceal the, the room's... Four? Faux. Like a uh, fake... Four. Oh well yeah, like well, fake. You, were, uh, you just had an accent. Yeah, uh, uh, foo. <laughs> fake redwood trees uh, used to conceal the room's steel columns. Renowned Los Angeles muralist uh, Inir in Inir Peterson. I can't, I don't know. I think it's a she. Um, let's just say Peterson uh, Inir. Um, hello. Uh, created a life-size forest on the canvas to cover wall to wall. And a small chapel was set amongst the crags to fulfill Clifford's desire to feed the soul as well as the mouth of depression-weary uh, Angelinos. After refurbishment, they, he renamed the location Clifton's Brookdale. The interior included a stuffed moosehead, animatronic raccoons, and a fishing bear. At one point, they even had live canaries that would come out and sing.
0: Live That's live
2: canaries, dope, dude. But, but, but I imagine what you said uh, about the fishing bear and all that. Yeah, uh, like a sort of seventies. What was the the, the arrival to Chuck E. Cheese? Remember? Oh, that the was Showbiz. Show yeah, yeah something like that or no? No,
1: this was like this is like back in the forties, bro. This is fucking before Disneyland, before anything. And if you go into that, if you go into Clifton's to this day, it's still it's in my opinion it's probably better than it's ever fucking been.
2: Groundbreaker, huh?
1: Oh yeah. All
2: so right. the place that you
1: go to was was it like an old school like it's o- it's old school, dude. It 30s.
0: So where where are we at right here? The restaurant
1: year? was described as the last vestiges of old Broadway in downtown Los Angeles with an interior that looks like a slightly down on its heels Disney version of a Twilight Forest. I actually completely disagree with that statement because that was somebody actually said that. I disagree. In 1939, the first Clifton's Cafeteria is remodeled to a tropical island themed and renamed Cl- Clifton's Pacific Seas. So this was the first one that he opened up. So then he, he redid this place as in 1939 as a fucking... basically as a, a tiki bar. They had like fucking neon palm trees and shit in there. You could still find pictures of this place. It was fucking over the top wild. So 1942... Uh, An article in Time Magazine called called uh, called California Clinton's Big Job. The record number of paid meals served in one day at his two fantastic cafeterias is 26,000. He was feeding so many fucking people. Cliff's quest to feed the hungry went so deep that he started developing ways to feed the entire nation with politicians and biochemists. He founded this thing called Meals for Millions, which is an organization that... That feeds people with, with like soy products and stuff. So he was trying his best to like, how can I feed as many people as possible as cheaply as possible? That was his like his big goal in life, and he was doing a hell of a fucking job. All right. So by this time he had over 600 employees. He referred to all of his employees as associates, and he was giving all of his employees like a remarkable amount of benefits. Like he he really treated his people. I mean, fucking beyond what anybody treated these people like. Uh, fun fact. Uh, Welton Beckett, who designed Disney's Contemporary Resort, the Capitol Records Whoa. building, among a lot of other things, Holy crap. Wow. was the designer for Brookdale. Also, Welton was best buddies with none other than Walt Disney. Go figure. Uh I guess Disney would go into Clifton's quite a bit and was inspired a lot by the design. Right. It, took Dis- it took Disney another 20 fucking years to open up Disneyland. But he would go there all the time. And Welton was the dude that really fucking went for it with Disney. Um, so, moving forward into the future, in 20- in 2006, Cone or Robert Clinton took the final steps to purchase the Broadway building they had. Were they, are
2: they brothers or
1: what? Uh, it was like his son, yeah. Um... He had been leasing the building for 71 years, with over 600 seats on three floors, uh, and known as Clifton's Cafeteria. It's the 600 seats, dude. It was. It's noted as the oldest cafeteria in Los Angeles and the largest public cafeteria in the world in 2009. The third floor included a party room, a banquet room, and many pictures of Clifford and his and Nelda, Nelda Clifton. There's a secret room. On the on an upper floor, mm-hmm. there was also another set of restrooms down the stairs in the bottom basement. Never been down there. The restaurant's busiest period was during the 40s, with as many ten, as, as 10,000 people a day uh, forming a line down Broadway.
2: Over the you've been to the secret room. I have not been mm-hmm. in the secret. Well, I. We'll get there.
1: I've been to a secret room at, at Clifton's.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: Uh, over the years, their numbers began to decline, of course. Uh, and by 2009, Clifton's was basically down to serving 1,800 to 2,000 people a day, which is not really that. I mean, fucking, that's a still 2,000 people a day. That's wow. it's a lot. September 2010, Clifton's Brookdale was sold to a nightclub operator uh, who stated that he intends to preserve the food and atmosphere of Clifton's. This fucking guy dumped like over ten million dollars into this place, over.
2: After buying it? Yeah.
1: On September 26, 2011, the cafeteria closed for remodeling, planned to then to be last three to six months while the restaurant gets a new kitchen and redesigned serving area. In February 2012, the remodeling process continued with the unveiling of the original 1904 building facade, revealing through a removal of the 1963 aluminum facade they estimated that the cafeteria would reopen in about 18 months 10 million bucks dude uh during renovations a partial wall was removed revealing a neon light that was still switched on apparently having been continuously lit for 77 fucking years
2: you imagine that electric bill <laughs> it maybe. But be how how can it go on that
0: that long? Seventy
2: seven ne- years. C- can a neon light go at the bulb? Can it did. It go? Yeah.
1: It did. It was. It may be the. Oh yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. It may be the oldest continuously illuminated neon light in the world. The director of the Mona, the Museum of Modern Art in Glendale, which is a cool place, called the discovery "quote unquote" incredible.
0: The revamped restaurant (laughs) had multiple
1: eating and drinking establishments inside the building. It included a bakery, a version of the original 1935 classic cafeterias on the ground level and second floor, an old-school steakhouse on the third floor, so you're kind of right, and a tiki-themed bar on the fourth floor, but to be named the South Seas in honor of its original 1931 facility. The combined-use building, which also included a museum... ...called Clifton's Cab- Cabinet of Curiosities. While restoration of Clifton's at 648 Broadway had, had has had delays, the goal of the new opener was to reopen it by 2015.
2: But, but why $10 million? Isn't that too much? There,
1: This place is fucking huge and like you gotta go there, dude. So is the layout
0: like four stories of different restaurants? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Okay. Uh, so
1: That's the restaurant finally opened October 1st, 2015... And the cafeteria was permanently closed on November 2018 and was replaced by a bar called Clifton's Republic. So that's the the Brookdale uh, location. So that's the only one that's left. So there also was Lakewood. In January 1955, it was announced that in Lakewood, there would be uh, a a third location for Clifton's. Uh, In 2001, it was closed after 44 years of service. In West Covina, there was one that opened in 58. That was closed in 2003. Uh-huh. Uh, there was one in 1978, open in West. Another one in West Covina called the Greenery. After moving from oh, this was after moving from its original location due to an expiring lease, Clifton relocated inside the Westfield Shopping Town in West Co- Covina and renamed itself the Greenery for its garden theme. In 2003, the branch closed down, leaving Clifton's Brookdale as the only location.
2: Why would he change the names? I see because of, of his themes or whatever. Yeah, because the themes, yeah. But would it be smarter to keep the same name?
0: I mean, it's still Clifton's.
1: So it's like the Clifton's, oh, Clifton's name. Greenery. Yeah, the, the greenery, yeah. Dude, that's so...
0: My family has such a history with Covina and West Covina. So, dude, I could have totally gone to the greenery or one of those. You might have. Yeah. yeah. In, centuries, in
1: 1965 in Century City, uh, they opened up another branch. It operated until 1986. There was the silver spoon in 1975 uh that was opened up on 7th street in los angeles um there was woodland hills there was that which is apparently it's still open but that location is only used as a um as like an event venue uh laguna hills in 1987 that closed in 1999 um which apparently like was like it was all seniors that would go there and they were super disappointed when it closed down 1971 there was one that would open up in Whittier and then San Bernardino San Bernardino in 1974 so there was a lot of clifton's cafeterias however the fucking gem that's still open to this day so the franchise is dead Like clifton's still lives on but now it's basically bars oh. in one building
2: Cl- Clif- Clifton's, what was the name? Clifton's, Clifton's cafeteria. Cafeteria. Yeah, that's what's open right now.
1: It, yeah, now it's called Clifton's Republic.
0: Cr- uh, yeah, that's yeah, and, Republic. and that's the one. That's the one. Yes, the that's the OG one. one.
1: And I got a chance to. I actually shot a YouTube video about Clifton's cafeteria fucking years ago when that dining room opened back up. They
2: serve food, right? They did, yeah. They, they no longer.
1: So I just read on their on their social media that as of like two weeks ago, they started doing pizzas there. So you can get food there, but for a while you couldn't get shit.
2: But it's not the same no more, huh?
1: Nope, it's not the same at all. And when I went there, they had just opened up. They had just opened up the dining hall. So you walk into Clifton's, and it is it. It's so fucking rad. There's a stream to your left. It's all just decked out. Like there's a. It's honestly the coolest restaurant I've ever been to in my life. You walk. You walk through this little. Like there's like these cool little cabinets, and all this taxidermy and weird little things that you can find like little like little like um foxes and in the trees and all
2: these little um just a bunch of
0: curious shit yeah everywhere it, it sounds like a like an art installation it really like. is and it's weird that it's that old school and not like artsy fartsy and rad like that's so amazing it's I want to ask my parents. They had to have gone. You said there's one in Covina. There was one in Covina. Yeah. Yeah. So when you
1: would walk through that area where the little foxes were and all this other cute little shit, then you go you go through that little hallway and then you end up in the cafeteria part. Which did you guys ever see that documentary about like the the like um, the punk scene, the backyard punk scene in like East LA in, in East LA.
0: Uh, I did. I was it the Vice one or I think it was the Vice decline of Western civilization, something like that. Yeah, maybe. Do
1: you remember that there was one kid in that documentary that was like kind of stuck out above the rest? Yes, he was working there when I, I talked to him. He was working at
0: Clifton's, really.
1: And I was like, bro, I saw you in that fucking documentary. He's all that wasn't like a great representation of the scene. I was like, well, it never is, dude. I yeah, was like, yeah. but... I don't oh, know. Wow. So he worked at Clifton's. He worked there. Yeah, I, re- I talked to him.
0: <laughs> so so yeah. let,
2: let me get it straight. Then then David was the first owner, then his son Robert, Robert, right? Well, it was
1: it was, uh, was Cliff it was the first guy was David. Clifford. So the original guy was da- yeah, David Harrison, but that was a dude that was like this is like an 1888. So like these guys came from like a long line of like they were all like super religious dudes that got into like doing restaurant shit but all they wanted to do was feed starving people. Yeah. And and figure out how to do it as cheap as possible. But there
2: was a point where, where that family or cuz I I'm guessing the sons or whatever dude, took they, over, right?
1: They took they took a, they kept going
2: but until, five generations until the guy with the 10 million dollars came along, right?
1: 2006 they they it was like 2010 is when they sold. Okay, so But so they were old as fuck.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but so we can say that after that 10 million dollar guy came along, it was just Well, he,
1: so he, I I will hand it to the guy.
0: He wanted to keep the flag waving, right? He wanted to keep it going. And
1: that dining room, that, 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 when I, when you walked into what Clifton's cafeteria was for that brief moment in time, those three years, it was classy as fuck. And I bought lunch for me and my two friends, right? So it was like lunch, desserts, drinks, all kinds of shit. Do you know my bill was?
2: No.
0: For
1: all this shit. I mean, we're talking like. Three me- giant meals Fourteen something What? Four- Why? I have no idea This place
0: sounds so magical I have uh, no right? It <laughs> yeah. is
1: Honestly The theming And the vibe that you get From in there Is I'm getting chills Just thinking about it And what it's, was the,
2: the crowd like? Old guys? No it was young? everybody
1: it, Fucking everybody You, so na- you we name all it all
2: go right now to Yes I got fourteen bucks right 15. here For a drink <laughs> oh,
1: they, I guess great. they got pizza They got pizza We could go there. It's not that far away from here
0: if it's it would be cool just looking. Yeah. It,
1: Clifton's, when I went to Clifton's, all I could think about was how, why the fuck isn't there a Clifton's cafeteria in DCA?
0: Oh, in California Adventure?
1: Dude, but the thing is, is that the message of Clifton's, of trying to feed people cheap as possible, that... That message is why there is not a Clifton's Cafeteria at Disneyland. That,
2: that's why I wanted to, to ask you bo- both, you guys. What, what do you guys think about besides the generosity of it and, uh, and, the, and the what do you call it? Yeah, the generosity of it. Like, put your own price in the meal if you like it. What do you think, yeah. What do you guys think about that besides the the uh, 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 what is it? Altruistic uh, s- aspect of it. What do you guys think of that model? I think it's amazing. Uh, why? How come? I-, I think that, like in business-wise. Uh, well,
1: as far as biz- a business decision goes, it's it's not a, a savvy business choice. However, I, I love the idea of tr- trying to help people. I think that's that's amazing. For s- for somebody to be able to feed. 10,000 people for free over a 3-month time period, time period during the fucking Great Depression?
2: Oh, that that only went on You know, dude, during it sucks. That time. It's he, a But be- he did it
1: forever. He these this family continued that spirit spirit all the way until they closed the fucking That's a beautiful
0: dynasty. thing cuz you know, you think about like even Walt Disney you know, he wanted it to be affordable for families, sure. right? Yeah, he did. And and obviously that's going to change when you get other uh, fucking right. people involved right. and how much money you can make. But, like, for as many people, as as many McDonald's, as many, there's got to be at least one person trying to do something for people.
1: Five generations of family. Yeah. I, family. Yeah. I kept going
2: on with that.
0: There's got to be some uh, from your
1: the, From the 1800s to 2000 fucking 10.
2: They, they had the put your own price?
1: They yeah, they were doing that from, for that fucking long. That's very that's admirable. Year, that's like a piece yeah. of 100 years. I, I,
2: wow. I ask you this because I've heard not too long ago, like fucking seven years ago, I heard of a, of a restaurant. I don't know if it was France or Italy that they opened up like a cafeteria, put your own price. If you don't like it, you can, you can eat it and go, put your own price. I guess they stole that model off of that. I'm guessing. Who knows?
0: That's yeah. Le but but, yeah. but
2: but I actually think that, that it probably is a good business model in a first world country. Right. You know, like the states yeah. and maybe in a good area. Yeah. If, if, if you put it up in Beverly Hills and then you're a prize, some shit like that, I guess it works.
1: Downtown, during a lot of that time, Time period was not a good place at all. In fact, the majority of that time period downtown was a shit dump.
2: So he did it just for the goodness of his heart, just like, yes. really trying to help out. He right? really was
1: trying to help out. Yeah. Even like when he was trying to, when he was like developing the meals for millions or whatever. That there's an organization because I went down. I mean, I went down a deep rabbit hole when it came to to Clifton's cafeteria. I, I, I there there was this whole other segment of like biochemists and poli- he hated politicians because they were always so corrupt. But like. He was trying to work with all these people to feed millions of people. He really tried, and he he did. You know, he and and to do it with the theming of Clifton's cafeteria—it's mind-boggling, dude. It's—you walk in there, you feel the age number one, and then the theming, dude. The theming is just like mind-blowing. All I could think about was, this is what Disney's California, like the Redwood section, wishes it was. And it's this was done in the fucking '30s and '40s.
2: And uh okay, we hear we hear uh, about this magical place, about the the dude being uh, all cool and everything. How was the food? Awesome.
0: Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I was awesome. curious about the food. The yeah. food
1: was awesome. They had like. So they had all these different stations. So they had the bakery, they had a salad station, they had the carvery, which was like roast beef and turkey and all this stuff. They had the dessert station. I can't remember every single one of them, but there was all these different stations that you could go get food at. And then they had the drink station, all this stuff. It was like there were so many options for whatever the fuck you wanted to have, whether it be pizza, baked goods.
2: It feels and to me like like that would be one of those spots that has chicken pot pie.
1: It would totally have a chicken pot all pie. Right. In fact, I think they do. Which I, I think they had a chicken pot pie. Yeah, turkey. I mean, you name it, they had it all. And um, that was something that they conti- Like they brought it, they pulled it right back in from when they redesigned everything and made it amazing. They have a, this tiki bar that's in, a hidden tiki bar inside of Clifton's. That's now called the Seven Seas. Um, or it's called what the fuck is it called? Seven Seas or something? I, I said it earlier. So they're Arr. still around,
2: just with different names, different concepts. Yeah. They, but so they still it, it's woods around, just the the, the the address or no the, the whole building? thing the, the, everything. Everything, everything is, is, is just changed the name. No, it's still
1: Clifton's. Oh, it's. Still it's Clifton's now Clifton. just it's now called Clifton's Republic. Cafeteria. It's called Clifton's Republic.
0: Yeah. Dude, I love the, uh, this. Is so fascinating because it reminds me of like the it's like a lot like a a, a, a lost empire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of like. Oh, these are the, the ruins of. Yeah, I love, I love going back and looking at this stuff because what a what a giant that this, this that is, business is, like, or that that place is. You this know is I mean? not
1: even the, the 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 only episode we're going to be doing on Robert Land about Cliftons. Oh, Alien. we we will be doing another episode on Cliftons,
2: but well, this time going
1: right. Republic? Well, we can go. We can go. Yeah, we, we should can go sometime. But there's there's going to be another episode, and 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 I, I think that due to the theming. The history and the, the message and just that this place still exists in, in some form to this day, this makes it a perfect Robert Land episode. I mean, the, the theming alone is remarkable. I mean, it's, it's extraordinary. I, I love... I love it in there. It's fucking crazy.
0: We got to go, dude, just to see it.
1: Bro, you're going to fucking get your mind blown. Yeah. It's so fucking rad, especially knowing like where it all started and and how it came to be and how they were able to survive all these years in downtown with downtown kind of being in shambles all around it, but serving 10,000 people a day in its heyday. I mean, that's fucking crazy, dude. crazy. It's so cool.
0: Yeah, I wonder when all those other locations closed. Well, I just
1: said it in the podcast.
0: You can I I mean
1: (laughs) basically they all closed from like from the mid eighties to the early two thousands.
2: But okay, okay, but I guess you're asking why, right? why why did they So
1: all those all the locations basically had a downturn in business and they I think that they were just each location was aging and so they they kinda just yeah. All, each kind of were like boop 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 boop.
2: Yeah, probably new models. Yeah, like and that, and right? really like
1: and, and it's I think that you know if when you looked, so again there's another episode uh, with Huelhauser where he goes into Clifton's cafeteria, and he talks to the family. The e-
2: OG. Yep. Or, yeah. well,
1: this the second location, but the, yeah, yeah. the main lo- Brookdale, and he talks to the to the the family, and in that episode I think it was it was probably sometime in the '90s, early '90s. Um, but, you know they're they're seniors. Yeah. So, I think that when you get it to a certain age. it's like, do you really want to be running seven restaurants? Totally, yeah. you know where you're serving that many people? The answer is no. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. One restaurant's yes. a lot of work, yeah. especially one restaurant that's got four fucking floors.
0: And the, the way it operates And feeding 10,000 10, 10, people Yes,
1: and a lot of the people that had worked at, at Clifton's um, Had been working there for a very, very long time And it, from what I've heard as well Is that he would give people opportunities That they wouldn't get anywhere else Oh, yeah so.
2: do, they, do, do you know, since it's a, a dead episode Do you know what they died of? David and AIDS and Robert they all AIDS. died of AIDS you know? <laughs> of I have no idea that <laughs> secret room I'm telling I think, you I think old age
0: yeah this is, the AIDS room yeah. th- that's where they all live well they're all going to so fucking heaven if there it is feel, one yeah. and it, and, yeah. you know,
1: it feels fucking haunted so. yeah oh ah, that's, ooh,
0: that's yeah this cool. is we want to talk about something spooky is there is there any like creepy is there, like a little devil in there that's like pussy looking like uh, like in Clifton like, I, I, like, no I, that I think that, that. As uh, as, uh, no, I, <laughs> I, I think that uh it's
1: uh there wouldn't be I mean it's okay, like, good they, yeah. they were very very spiritual
0: no oh, yeah yeah they were yeah, very yeah. spiritual are, are, very are godly any,
2: are there any uh, famous restaurants that, that are famous for being like haunted or something, or no?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a ton. I'm sure there's one in Chicago. We got a haunted Pollock back there. He ate a lot of kibbutzes. You smell his farts and his dead corpse back there.
1: I uh, see. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah
0: pretty yes. So probably, yes. Yeah. But, no, uh, actually, Angelo and Vinci's in Fullerton. They have a basement with the devil in there. They have a basement with the devil. People say it's haunted. I'll take you some time. A basement with the Angelo. Have you been to Angelo and Vinci's? No. All right, we're going to do that one too. Oh, fuck. It's but, fucking wild. What do you mean, a devil? It's a it's kitschy, Satan. yes. Yeah, Satan's there. But He's like, in the, like, uh, a. I can't believe I, that slipped my mind. We got to go there. Oh, Holy shit!
2: Well, with the shrine for the devil or what?
0: It's a. I think we're gonna do an episode on it. We have to. It's okay. a cage. Yeah, yeah it's, you, they have you, a basement. You know, That's cool. I, I don't yeah. want to
1: sidetrack. Democrats or the Democrats down there? Hillary Clinton. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Bro-
0: you bet.
2: I, I don't want to sidetrack this too much, but but just a side note, as uh, for you to know that uh, there's there's a. Uh, a white guy that went down to TJ and, and and between TJ and... Why does Rosarito? he have to be white? Because he <laughs> is white. No, because you'll see what he did. <laughs> and, what he do? And, and you would have guessed it. He bought he bought a, a house or whatever right next to the beach. He made it into a Satan castle.
1: That's fucking awesome. It
2: has a big Satan head. I love it. And it's got two bitches, naked bitches. And and it's all it's all crazy, dude. So great. And it's called the Satan Castle. Have Satan's you been there? Castle. i um, just passed, but you can go. Wow. You know, they, they have like little tours or whatever. And it's this crazy white guy. They they interview and he and, and he sleeps in, in a bed which is all like vampire-y, with a bunch of daggers
0: just pointed at him. It's crazy, dude. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Yeah, he's like, I don't, he's the opposite of really? Clifton's. He wants to feed less people. Yeah. He's <laughs> stealing food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Dude, this is, I'm so, like, uh, moved by episode, this. Man. I'm so, I, I'm so inspired by their 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 message of, uh, like, what they did. their, their yeah, man. Their whole mission. Yeah. Dude, wow. This is a. am blown away. Yeah, dude. shouts
1: to the shouts to the Clifford family and what they, uh, what yeah. they were able to accomplish after all those years and. And the and the, what they've what they've inspired, what they ins- what, with like themed restaurants. Yeah. At a time when like really that yeah. wasn't that Even wasn't really
0: a, yeah. You yeah rainforest cafe. I mean I can think of a million. that could think yeah. that could thank Clifton's for being Clifton. A thing. Yeah, Planet Hollywood. Yeah, yeah Planet yeah. Hollywood. Disneyland. Yeah. Fucking Rock. all that
2: yeah. shit because this is it's a theme. Uh, when you a guys restaurant. when yeah. you
1: guys go to Clifton's or when we go to Clifton's. I don't I'm not even blowing this place out of proportion of what it is. It is the coolest fucking place I've ever been to. And I was so surprised that I had never been there before. You've never heard of it, right? Never. And have you heard of it?
0: I've heard of it, yes. But not really. But not real like not this, grasping what it if, was. It, yeah. If it
1: wasn't for places like this, Disneyland would not have been would not as be
0: as cool as it is. And that's amazing. And, and that's that, like your favorite yeah. place in the world. Yes.
1: So it's the the, the far reach of what the Cliffords have done, fucking their reach goes worldwide. And and their message is was fucking great, and and it's crazy that it, they didn't even fucking really, I, you know, as as time went on, they, they didn't even really push their their quote unquote agenda on anybody. It was just kind of like what they did, which
2: is which is admirable. I, I appreciate yeah, that a lot. yeah. I I guess in part of that's why they were successful. Sure, right? I, yeah. It's gotta be. You know, when you when you do things like that. Yeah, it pays off. And when I watched I the
1: Hugh Hauser episode, which I didn't even know existed, when I watched that. You can see how genuinely excited the family was to have Huel there. Because it was the two brothers and the, and the sister. And it, they, they were so excited to have Huel there and, and to show what they were doing. And, and you know, they were still excited, man. They were like fucking in their 70s and they were beaming.
0: Wow. We got to check it out, man. I, I'm ex- yeah, we're, we're in the tip of the iceberg. So dude. if you
1: were in the greater Los Angeles area I high- and you want to go for a drink, I cannot recommend Clifton's Cafeteria or Clifton's republic enough it's a very special place with a long history
2: and but at the end of the day r.i.p clifton right the og
1: r.i.p clifton r.i.p clifton's cafeteria yeah that was that even like i said like when that when they reopened it it was it was fucking awesome it was it was awesome i just
0: love that we yeah I, i love that we could bring this out there for people to to uh learn about i mean Hopefully that'll bring it back. Anyone you know, the that's a fan of
1: every anyone that listens to this podcast, anybody that listens to this podcast, they all need to make the fucking pilgrimage. Yeah. Even if you don't drink,
0: yeah. I don't. I don't drink. Well, this sounds like we're gonna go to Constantinople or something. You know what I mean? Istanbul. Dude, it's, it we're is the go, fucking spot. Yeah, dude. It. it yeah, it,
1: yeah it, it's really like Jerusalem. R- going to Rome yeah. or something like. Yeah. It is the spot.
0: Yeah. I'm excited, dude. This was, Man, what a great way to start the Halloween uh, yeah. Dead series. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of... That one, you know, it exists, I think, in spirit, you know? But... Uh, i'm i'm excited we're we're getting started guys yeah. get ready for uh these follow-up episodes are yeah. gonna be real wild They're pretty cool
1: and and we touched on what swenson's which is going to be the last of it and i got a special surprise for swenson's as well oh,
2: we're not gonna talk yeah. about swenson's right now
1: nope oh yeah. yeah we're gonna get some food first
0: oh, yes yes yeah. yes, yes we are. are
2: and then Please. we're going to uh <laughs> so decide. we're heading off to clifton's i wish man yeah man. in and out
0: Fuck. sounds groovy
1: in and out how about <laughs> the oinkster, the oinkster here in, in Eagle Rock, California. Y'all ready for the oinkster? Is <laughs> we where y'all you ready go. for this? If you guys have never had the oinkster, shout out special shout out to the oinkster. We love
0: you. We love you, oinkster. Thank you, you guys. And shout
2: out to Mickey D's because I love Mickey. You D's. fucker. <laughs> well, on that note, In Guy, We Trust. Gaila.